<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 339, Black Science. My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. Hello, Jason. <clears throat> well, hello, Eric. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. It's good to hear. Yeah. 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 Yeah, survived Black Friday. Yes, he did. Yeah. Congratulations. As you, as you did as well. I guess. Well, you represent the consumers of America. I represent the retailers. That's true. I would say you're more on the front line. Yeah. Than, than, uh, anything else. <clears throat> I'm more of like in the reserves because <laughs> it's not like people are waiting in line at 4 a.m. That's for, true. For yeah. my, my store. But. Yeah. No, nobody is uh, beating down the door to try to get in and trampling others. There were people there before we opened. Well, sure. But it was nobody was beating on the no, door. Yeah. Nah. And they probably was like, oh, we'll get there at like 945. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I think I was about right. Because uh, I got there at 930. Oh, yeah. I uh, did go into your store and, and made a purchase. And uh, I appreciate that. I, I almost trampled a person, but uh, you know, you have tiny people who are in there sometimes. And were you the guy that spent his life savings on magic cards? <laughs> I did. Is that you? Yep, that yeah. was me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did. Couldn't remember if it was you or not. <laughs> yeah. So Black Friday. Yeah. Black science. Yeah. Yeah. It connects there. It does, and only there. Right. Unless you went to a comic book store and purchased a volume of Black Science at a Black Friday. I actually did sell a copy of Black Science Volume 1 to a customer nice. on Black Friday. Yeah. yeah. How, how weird is that? That is pretty weird. Because yeah. you, you, you had read it by then, right? Yeah. Well, so, so I, I recommended it. it. Yeah, okay. I recommended it. Oh, spoiler. Uh-oh. Well, I hate this guy, and I always want him to buy something that I'm always like, when, when can we pawn off, who can we pawn off the worst books on? I'm like, have you read Evil Learning? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, how about Black Science? <laughs> the two worst things ever print. Yep. No, I actually bought an Evil Learning, uh, Youth Gone Wild trade paperback for, from a guy for 50 cents. I saw that yeah. at the store the other day. Yeah. yeah. That was a pretty good deal. Yeah, sure. It's a yeah, trade. Yeah, and it's a good. It's like like that one's actually good. Like the art, it's really good. It's like Stephen Hughes, Hughes and yeah. it's like black and white with cool gray tones. It just looks nice, you know. Is that the first Evil Learning series? Yeah, the very and the introduction of Lady Death, first nice. appearance. Nice. Yeah. I'll say another trade in there that uh, I was interested in, or at least caught my eye. Was it the mask trade? It was probably that. Yeah, yeah which I already have. So. That's yeah. probably why I didn't buy it. All right. That's a good series, too. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, the original. Yeah. yeah. Even in the back of that issue, there's like, um, is it Mank? Manky? Manky, yeah. Um, there's like six there pages of, of, uh, yeah. of pencil art that they never inked because he was going to do a, a math story in Mayhem number five or six, whatever, never came out. Yeah. I forget what number it was, but, um, so the trade has that story in it, nice. like in pencil form. So it's pretty sweet. I like his art. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing now lately? Is he I still don't doing know. lantern bullshit? Oh, is that what he uh, did? I don't know. He was doing that for a while. He epit- to me, he epitomizes like '90s dark horse art for me. Yeah. Just like when I think of his art, I think of like that Walter miniseries, and didn't he do that? Yeah, or, I, think, I think so. And, okay. and Mask, of course. Yeah. I mean, he's just awesome. Oh yeah, very solid. 
I mean, I've known him from that stuff, but I also, like, remember him a lot from, like, the Morrison era JLA stuff, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. I think he even did a couple issues of Final Crisis as well. Oh, I never, I never heard that. And, of course, Major Bummer. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that was him, too. <laughs> he always uh, reminded me more of, uh, like, a, like, uh... Like a more streamlined, mainstream Simon Bisley almost. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like more like what Simon Bisley's doing right now. No. Because he seems like he's reeled in the weirdness. He has, but it's still Simon Bisley. Like yeah. He's still just kind of dirty and gross, which is awesome. That's why right. I love Simon Bisley. Right. But like, like for me, Doug Mankey was always like, that without the dirty part right like yeah. i never felt dirty looking at Doug Mankey art <laughs> i never felt dirty looking at visley yeah sure why not but, but you know titties and zits oh well, yeah i guess <laughs> yes both of those things are pretty dirty <laughs> uh, we are super off track yeah <laughs> but that's just about right black science black science Rick Remender and Matteo Scalera. And Dean White. And Dean White, of course. Yeah. Cannot forget Dean White. No. Image. Yeah. It's one of those image books that yes, the kids are reading. Yep. Right up there with the Spawn and Brigade. And Trencher. Yep. <laughs> All the kids come in demanding Trencher. <laughs> hey, you know, some kids do. And those kids' name is Eric. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I want to see Trencher come back. Maybe you will. Maybe Robert Kirkman will write it. <laughs> He'll bring it back after Invincible's over. Well, right? sure, he's got yeah. nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. This comic book. So, yeah, it's a black science. Yeah. It's, a, it's about a team of anarchist scientists. The, the, was the Anarchist League of Scientists? Or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, yeah, they, basically we are thrust immediately into the middle of the story, and it's, it's a crazy, a perilous adventure story. Fast-paced nuttiness. Very fast-paced. Yeah. Incredibly fast-paced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so the, the backstory is that a group of scientists have invented a, uh, a machine that will allow them to travel across dimensions. And uh, and visit all sorts of parallel Earths, uh, where any little thing could have changed to to put that Earth on a completely different path than than what you are familiar with. Right. And sometimes that involves uh, uh, giant frog monsters that have become <laughs> the rulers of the land right. and uh, are just just warmongering killers. And sometimes it's. Uh, Native Americans have become uh, incredibly technologically advanced right. and have gone to war with uh, everyone else in the world. Yeah. <laughs> As well they should. <laughs> yep. I can't think of a single race of human beings that would deserve that more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to win. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's, it's crazy. And like, it is... Like we mentioned, how fast paced is to me. It feels like it's just like a, a crazy, like I don't know, video game or action movie where it's it's just like nuts. Oh yeah, 
like from the jump, like like even when there are like breaks in the action, like like they're not incredibly long breaks. Oh yeah, just enough to catch your breath. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is just like the craziest action movie that you've ever read. Right. Uh, just just with weird aliens. And- yeah, balls to the wall, sci-fi, fantasy, action, yeah. with some like minor moments of like human character development. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that as a bad thing at all. No, yeah, because you can tell it's <clears throat> it's going to be one of those giant stories that they're giving you bits and pieces here and there. Yep. Um, because you get a lot about, like, uh, one of the main characters, Ward. Yes. Um, I think it's the second issue where you really, like, are in, you're basically in his mind, you know, like, because the first issue is narrated by Grant. Yes, Grant McKay. And uh, he's kind of like, you're in yep. to this world. And by the second issue, though, another member of the team... Word, you're you're kind of seeing things from his perspective, and yeah. as he goes out on his mission, he's narrating the, what's happening, and it's kind of cool that they're doing it that way, where you you see things from all these different, you know, POVs. Yeah. Uh, but but I think through the first six issues, which is what we read, uh, the the main focus is through Grant McKay. Uh, but yeah, like you said, we we do get other perspective shifts here and there. And we also get uh, flashbacks to, to how they got into the, the situation that they're in. I really love that use of flashbacks, too. Oh, yeah. Like, like instead of just boring exposition, right. you're like, here's a different scene, so it's visually interesting because it changes, right. and it tells you something about the present. Exactly. I really, I think that's smart. Yeah. Uh, I think a lesser writer and artist would have probably made that kind of boring, maybe. Right. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because the whole flashback thing it's maybe overused at times and you know i think a lot of people will use that but like you don't care because you already know the situation yeah exactly yeah but, but it is actually like an insight when yeah. they when they do it because because grant's whole family is basically involved in this mission somehow yep. everybody except for his wife yeah yeah uh but yeah and and with that like you know, as I'm reading it, like, like when they when they introduced his family, like as you know, key characters in this book, you know, like suddenly this book came to me as, uh, like, like a, I don't want to say like takeoff, but but you know, like almost an homage or an inspir inspiration from uh, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah exactly. I totally, yeah. totally see that. And in fact, it's basically. It's kind of the Fantastic Four series that I kind of wish I'd always had read. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, like, I like the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But, like, to me, like, their appeal is that they're crazy science heroes and doing crazy science stuff. But, like, they never do. Like, it's always pretty baseline superhero stuff. Right. And this is them doing crazy science yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I totally agree. This is, like, you know, what... It would be amazing if this was a Fantastic Four comic right now. Right. But since it's not, you know, well, that's there is totally no Fantastic Four right. comic now. Yeah, so. it's totally fine. Yeah. yeah. It's actually maybe even better that it's not. Yeah. You know, so they're not pigeonholed to to all the you know Marvel canon yeah, yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. Uh, I think even uh, I'm gonna spoil a little bit. I have uh, oh. read ahead. Oh. Because because okay. uh, don't spoil it for me. I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Okay. I don't mind if you spoil it for the listener. No. Yeah. That's fuck fine. that guy. Okay, listener Jason, turn away. <laughs> uh, um, 
Yeah, like, so I've been buying this book since day one, and this is the first time that I've gotten around to reading it. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I am uh, terrible at that kind of thing, <laughs> and I like to waste my money. Well, you know, there's there's part of you that's a comic reader and part of you that's a comic collector. And no, there's no part of me that's a comic collector. <laughs> well, clearly, you've been collecting a book you haven't read. Well, I've been collecting a book that I haven't read in order to read it at some point well, in yeah. the future. My intent is to read. Well, sure. Yeah, and yeah. then I just never get around but to it. But it's kind of fun to collect them, too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I like it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, like literally I was 20 issues into this and I was like, I haven't read a single one yet. I should... Probably <laughs> just stop getting it, right? But then, for whatever reason, I just never did. So I'm still getting it. What and are they on? Like twenty something? Twenty seven? Wow, is the most really? recent. Okay, yeah. I don't know it was up that far. Uh, so yeah, so this is the first time I've actually gotten around to finally reading this book. Because uh, also at the same time, every comic I collect is also kind of like, well, this will be a future gutter trash pick. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not gonna read it now because I'll pick it later. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I've done that several times. Yeah, uh, and you, know, you have a box of books that you haven't gotten around yeah. to reading yet either. So oh, yeah. don't pretend you don't. Oh know. no, yeah. no, I, I'm just, I, I'm just saying that I'm just admit you're one of us. Yes, like I enjoy collecting comics. <clears throat> like even if, you know, if there was a series that had amazing covers and I was buying them because they had amazing covers out of fifty cent boxes and there was a hundred of them and right. I knew I would never read them, I'd probably keep doing it because I just I like. Like, it's just something I've done since I was a child is, you know, go around and collect and yeah, piece some things together. I'm with you on that, but, like, I mean, when, when I was younger, there there was, like, everything that I bought I would read. Oh, yeah. Everything. Sure. Like and, that and day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... Of course, we, we didn't have, you know, the disposable income we have now, now that we're rich lords of monetary well, sure. capacities. <clears throat> I also didn't have internet porn distracting me every ten minutes. <laughs> um, I mean, I intend to read everything oh, I buy. Absolutely. Like, like that was just a hypothetical about the hundred issue. No, yeah, like, yeah. I don't buy anything that I just actively don't plan to read. But I also am fully aware that I probably will never read a, a fourth of what I buy. Right. Because I buy every week. I buy a pile of shit. Oh, yeah. And I only read a little bit of it. Yeah. And that happens every week, so. Yeah, same. Same here. You know, I get my monthly shipment in and I read maybe like a third of what that comes in. Right. Because, again, part of it is like, well, I'll wait until there's like a trade's worth or I'll wait till this miniseries is over. Sure. And then I'll pick it for gutter trash or. Right. Yeah, and then I just never do or, you know, I just forget. I, I mean, I read new comics every single week. Yeah. But I. You know, I also go to shows and buy stuff at a 50 cent boxes. Yep, and, same. And like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll read this eventually. Yeah. This looks good. I just bought like 40 comics, uh, right. Friday. Right. That I'll probably never get around to. <laughs> right. Uh, some of them you will. Yeah, some of them I will. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, so I actually, I, after reading the first six issues here, I, I started reading ahead. Because cause that is how much I enjoyed these first six Oh, man, it was great. Yeah. It was very, very good. And uh, it's probably my favorite thing I've read by Rick Remender, which I haven't read a lot, but... I haven't read a ton either, but I would definitely agree. Uh, I mean, I've read a lot of fun stuff that he's written. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, I enjoyed, man, I really loved his Frankencastle. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, those were good. Yeah. I haven't read all of them, but I read right. some of them. <clears throat> uh, Did he do Ghost Rider, too? Uh... 
I feel like he did some yeah, Ghost Rider. I, I can't remember. Maybe he did. When there was like a female Ghost Rider or something. Yeah, I can't I don't remember. remember. Yeah. I know he did some Secret Avengers uh, stuff with okay. Gamora and all left and uh, Uncanny X-Force I, I actually loved mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, yeah, so he's done a lot of good stuff. You know? uh, Fear Agent, of course. Yeah, I never got into Fear Agent. Yeah. yeah. I, I read like the first trade or whatever, but yeah. I never kept up with it. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I'll admit, like, when this series was announced, 90% of the reason I even considered buying it was because of the art. Because mm-hmm. I love Matteo Scalera's art. Yeah, what did, what did he do <clears throat> before? No idea. Because I know that name, but I didn't, I, yeah. All I know is, like, I followed him on Twitter, because people would, like, repost his artwork here and there. And like I'd see it, I was like, "That is amazing." Mm-hmm. And then when I found out he was doing this book, and you know, like I don't dislike Recommender, so I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll buy that." Yeah, right. And uh, and then two and a half years later, I got around to reading this. <laughs> his art reminds me a, a lot of Scott Snyder's that <clears throat> name, the guy that Scott Snyder's the writer of Batman. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly <laughs> like his art. <laughs> Um, you know the guy that drew Joe the Barbarian? What's that guy's name? Oh, Sean Gordon Murphy. Sean Murphy, yeah. yeah. That's, that's who I'm thinking. Yeah, they have a sort of a similar aesthetic, I think. Yeah. Eh, different enough styles, but... Yeah, like, I don't know that I would confuse them, but, like, they're very similar to me. <clears throat> High, highly detailed, cartoony. Yeah. Uh, gritty. Real real dynamic. Yeah, oh yeah. As far as, like, you know, pick, picking, like, interesting angles and shots and things. Exactly. And and every character has character and personality yeah. and you know. Uh, I will admit there are times where I can't tell which character is which. Because we're all wearing these spacesuits. Well for... there's that. But but uh like there there's at least the the uh the daughter, uh, Pia and the 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 scientist Rebecca. Right. Uh, there are times where I can't tell which one is supposed to be which. Gosh, I hope Grant never has that problem. Yeah. Uh, he's he's fucking Rebecca. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> P.S. his daughter. P.S. his daughter. Um. But yeah, I I had that problem too. Like if 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 only P is pictured, you're right? Like, and you can't see her size compared to the other people. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, who's that? And, right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I think that's a problem that. 99% of all comic book artists would have. Right. Like, I know that I would not oh, be able to sure. differentiate unless I, it was super exaggerated. See, my, my trick, give, give one an eye patch. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's... Or like, or, and then the other one, always smoking a cobblestone pipe. That, wow. I'm, I'm gonna steal that trick. I'm kind of the right. Will Eisner of comics. Yeah. Kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> And it's corn cob, not cobblestone, you fucking jackass. Why did I say that? <laughs> a cobblestone pipe? I, Where does my brain go? I wasn't questioning it because... Yeah, like, maybe like, that's a thing. Right. <laughs> I don't know about pipes. I'll edit that out and maybe the listener will think <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I only edit out when your mom comes in the room. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, yeah, we're recording at your your place today. Yes, we are. So there's so so no guests, no dogs or moms. Yeah. That sounds like like the worst punk band's T-shirt. <laughs> no dogs, no moms. 
<laughs> Worst or the best. Yeah, like if the Muppet Babies started a punk band. <laughs> no dogs, no moms. Oh, and poor Ralph. Rolf would be like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, lordy. <laughs> but, um, and then on top of Mateo Sclair's pretty darn sweet art is Dean White's paints. Oh, yeah. Fucking insane. I know, right? I... I don't even understand how that's happening. It's like some some weird version of... It looks like electric oil painting or something. It's amazing looking. I know he was... Uh, I want to say he was the colorist on uh, uh, Remender's X-Force run with uh, oh, okay. yeah. uh, Jerome Pena, I think, did a lot of the art on that. And that's the first time I ever saw his work. And even then, I was just like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, what dimension did they pull this guy out of? Right. Yeah, what layer of the onion is Dean <laughs> White? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, this is just such a good, crazy comic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And while we're still talking about the artwork, I wanted, yeah. to, I wanted to bring something up. Um, there is a page in issue three... That I honestly think has a panel that I'd say is in the top ten best drawn panels I've ever seen in my entire life. All right. Um, there's, it's, yeah, issue three. There's this scene and the, like, the thing about it that is so awesome is you can look right at it and not even see how amazing it is. But this, this, it's, it's done in like a two page spread, listener. Mm-hmm. It's like a splash page, two page spread where, and it's done well enough that you can actually tell Oh, how yeah. it's supposed to work you know how to read the page yeah which is already awesome because right. because there's a panel that goes exactly in like half of each page yeah. and you can tell and but we, we've talked about this before there's some that drives us crazy you can't figure out how to make that work. right yeah. where you're like you you start reading all of the left page right, not realizing yeah. you're supposed to continue on to the right page and... <laughs> but okay so the third tier down is one giant widescreen panel that goes you know, all the way across the double page spread. Yeah. And if you read this panel, it is literally four or maybe five panels worth of comic. And I could see most artists having to break it up into four or five panels in order to tell the story the way it does. Right. Um, because you see like what they're looking at. Then you see one of the characters talking and then it goes to the next character and he responds. And then it goes to another scene and then and then your eyes led to the very last thing in the panel, which is part of the scene that you just just saw, but it's right. it's it's like this character leaving the scene, and you see it's all of that part of a focus. It's yeah. fucking mind blowing. It is pretty great. Like yeah, just like okay, like uh, yesterday on Twitter, uh, Steve Lieber was posting some artwork from an artist whose name I can't remember, but it was just like random sampling of pages that this guy drew. And just looking at it, I was like, I cannot even begin to fathom <laughs> the thought process to how to make that work. Right. And that is very similar to like what you're pointing out here. Like, like, I don't know, like how the script was written. I would love to see that. <clears throat> like, like, right. like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, did Remender <clears throat> write, Hey, here's what I want you to try to pull off. Right. Or, or did Sclera just be like, Oh, I could do that in one panel. Right. Right. You know? <laughs> And even if, like, if he did, you know, like, how how could he think it through? Right. Because I can't. Like, I don't think I could 
physically think of how to pull that off. It's so impressive, and it's deceptively simple. Like, if you just, like, are looking at this, you're like, oh, there's a wide panel where right, yeah. there's, you know, a bunch of stuff happening in the background. Right. But if you read it, it you you see, like, all of the imaginary gutters and, and lines appear in your mind. You know where everything <clears throat> breaks, yep. but it's all one panel, and it's fucking incredible. I love it so much. He is great. For sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, just everything on this book is just firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just, just, you know, the story itself is interesting. Uh, like, you're never bored with it at all. Like, you, you always want to see what's going to happen oh, next. Oh, yeah. Um, and characters will appear and you're like, who the hell is that? Right, yeah. And you're like, this is interesting. Yeah. Where's uh, this going? Uh, and, and, like, the characters that, that we're introduced to, like, they're all, like, interesting. They all, you know, are intriguing or things happen to them that, that, uh, make them, like, even more interesting. Right. Like, a very unlikable character from the get-go, you end up kind of being in, in his, like, <clears throat> mindset. Or, right. or, like, you know, he's, he's your, your in for one of the issues. And, yep. and you kind of see more, like, you know, the positive sides of him. And right. That's really... It's really different, yeah. And then, you know, the things that happen to them while they're, you know, basically trying to survive going from, you know, uh, world to world, basically. Yeah, because they have, when they leap into a world, it's kind of like, it's not like Quantum Leap where they have to fix something and then right. and then leave. It's like they have a short amount of time, like four hours or ten minutes or whatever, right. you know. Sometimes they even have days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, their, their, like, little machine tells them how long they'll be there before, or it tells them how long before it leaps, and you have to be within a certain vicinity for the, to take you with it when it, yep. when it leaps. Um, cause it's like this pillar, it's like this little machine. Yeah. And it was, uh, sabotaged before they, they left for the Earth originally. Well, we assume would be our Earth. Right. Uh, and so basically, yeah, they, they are completely at the whim of, of this machine that, that they cannot fix. They can't program it. Right? They can't program it. it uh, they don't know where they're going, and they don't know, like, you know, how long that they have on each particular world. And they don't even know if they can survive on any particular world. Right. Oh, yeah, because they might leap right into a pretty shitty situation. Right. Or, you know, they could even just leap onto an Earth that has no air yeah. or, you or know, right. no food or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's scary. Uh, it's kind of like a Trump America. You just don't know. Yep. <laughs> We're leaping into a magma world. Yeah, we are. Oh. America is burning. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. And then, you know, I don't know. What, what else? Uh, I can say the one thing that I love is the cover design on this book. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, even though, like, in a traditional comic book store rack sense, mm-hmm. like you would never be able to see the logo right. of where it's placed. It's like a two thirds of the way down the book. Yeah. Uh, or like, but like, you know, when I went looking for these, uh, you know, these issues in my long box, like I found them immediately. Right. Cause like just the, the, the placement of like the white bar off to the side and then like where the art is, like, they're easily recognizable. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I knew exactly which books were which as soon as I like passed upon them. Yeah. Once you know what you're looking for. Right. But yeah. but yeah, it is. I mean, like most comic shops, I think have that display standard now where the entire cover is displayed for mm-hmm. the newer books. 
Um, we don't. We still have the old school, like, 80s magazine style right. racks, so you only see the top portion of the books. So we have to put a little divider behind certain books, like Black Science being right. one of them. Um, books that typically have their logos on the bottom. Yeah. Which, which, it does, it does kind of irk me as a retailer, but looking at these right now, I'm like, man, those are beautiful covers. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, I think that's the dilemma that, that, you know, a comic creator would face. You know, you want to make the covers look nice and stand out, but at the same time, like, you know, from like the retailer's perspective, I think you should assume that everything is going to be on a rack. Right. You know, you don't want it to get lost in that. Yeah. You, you definitely want the top third of it, you know, to be able to, you know, maybe if there was just like a little symbol or something. That would be cool. Like if this, this little onion Onion, symbol was up there, maybe people would recognize it. Right. But yeah, that's a great logo too. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love the little onion symbol. I love just the, the simplicity of the black science logo. It was pretty great. And that, like, science is, like, a different color on each cover. Mm-hmm. But black is always black, baby. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Black don't crack. Hey. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, man. Like, like, you know, like, like we read Space Riders last week, and, and I think this is, like, you know, and I don't mean this as a diss against Space Riders, but uh, like this is like the more intelligent version of Space Riders, right? Yeah, Space Riders is more like, wow, that was fucking awesome and right. crazy, and woo, what a nut <laughs> nut ride that was. And this is more like a well thought out version of that, right? You know? Like, yeah, that Space Riders is like id release, and this is like really thoughtful literature or something. Right, yeah. you know? and they're both great. Oh yeah, both great comics. and also both fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, like like. You know, yeah, not not to say that, you know, this is great literature, so it's just droll and boring. Oh, no, not at all. No, it is, like, from page one, like, action. Yeah. Yeah, this is an intense book. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, yeah, unrelenting. Yeah. That is a great word for this book. Yeah. That's what it should be called. Fuck black science. It's called unrelenting. <laughs> and I'm going to write it on the very top of all of your comics so I can easily find it <laughs> on the rack. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, like uh, I was uh, saying earlier, you know, I have read a little bit ahead, and and you know, it does definitely, you know, uh, get more interesting, you know, where where it's going, especially where you leave off in in, the, in these first six issues. Uh, but like it also started reminding me more of like you know like things like Lost in Space. Or, or like the old TV shows where like there's oh, a group yeah. of like disparate people like stuck together sure. on like you know some abandoned planet or something like that. But but I feel like this is a lot more fun and has like you know more more variety to it. You know they're not just stuck on you know one particular place. They're going fucking everywhere. Yeah, and it's super crazy. And I love how it does have the family dynamic that's present in books like the Fantastic Four. Right, but but. It's like if Reed Richards was cheating on Sue and smoking weed, right. but he was taking care of his kids at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's much more modern and relatable, probably. Right. And, and if Dr. Doom was, like, you know, there with him the entire time. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> but not in his armor. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it would be like, that sort of weird dynamic where you're yeah. like, I'm rooting for this guy, even though... You know, apparently he's been cheating on his wife for a while with yeah, this, this other scientist. He's got some some negative qualities. Yeah, but yeah. but he's not like brazen about it. He's no, like yeah. he's like I fucked up. He's like this is oh, the one yeah. the one thing in my life that was good and I fucked it up. Yep. 
Yeah, so he's looking, you know, he, he's jumping from dimension to dimension. Maybe he'll find, uh, you know, the way home. No, <laughs> you know, like a version of himself that he can respect. Right. Yeah. Uh, and also there, there's a lot of venture brothers, uh, in here oh, yeah. to me as well. I can see that. Like even, uh, Kadir reminds me a little bit of a mix of, uh, both Dr. Venture and, uh, the monarch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and word is definitely your Brock Samson. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, Ben Grimm. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I cannot recommend this book enough. Yes, it's great. Yeah. It's, and that's one of those $10 <clears throat> image trades. Yep. So the first trade is, you, and, and it's six issues, but two of them are like way oversized. They're like are they? 30 pages or something. Uh, I didn't notice. So you get a lot of story for $10. Yeah. So you can't go wrong buying that book. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll say this, you know, they're, they're, are a lot of books we read for this show that, you know, I'm like, yeah, I really like that. I'm going to read the rest of this series. And then I haven't. Right. Like, I've started to read more of this series. Yeah. Like, just, you know, even today. It's already happening. Yep. So, so. I would like to read more of this, too. Yeah. I really would. Yeah. I actually was, I almost bought our Volume 2 trade when it was on the 40% off sale for Black Friday. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, I'll leave it in case that dude comes back or whatever. Right. So, I'll just order another one. I believe there's also some sort of hardcover that has, like, you know, at least two of the trades combined. Okay. I'm not sure. There's definitely an omnibus. There's many options, and you could steal these from children. If you see sure. a child with these, you could probably outmuscle them. If you just... see a child with these, you should, A, question their parents right. for letting them read this because it's filth. <laughs> and then you should congratulate his parents for letting him read this well, because sure. it's filth. Yep. More parents... <laughs> Like I, that's why I pass out hustlers, uh, <laughs> hustlers at the schoolyards. Right. It's not to entice kids to do anything sexy. It's it's to let them be aware that there's filth out there. Exactly. You know, educate your children. Is yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but then also steal it from those children because they don't deserve it. No. And then that that way it'd be free. And they also won't enjoy it on the level you will. Oh, right. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good book. It's a very good book. Yeah. All right then. Well, should uh, we? Should we? Should we break? Yeah. Let's yeah. Do let's yeah. do that. All right. All you timeless children with your predictions and flashbacks, trying to get ahead. What makes you think I can see you? What makes you think I believe you? Dreams. Have you heard you play on the music? Damn it, I'm waiting. Shot. I come to pass. All the dreams are flying, all the thoughts are dying. Hurt. From the back. All you false pretenders and your freaky contenders Trying to be the first 
In my own opinion, you I'm not defending you. You are the worst. the ghost signal and I was like okay he's about to go then he's about to bring us back in <laughs> why isn't he bringing us back in <laughs> oh yeah I bring us back in <laughs> black science <laughs> we're in the the ultimate dimension where where uh, I bring us back in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird here <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like my reality, but like everything is so close to being similar other than I bring us back in on this one. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Where's Ward? <laughs> oh, what else might be different? Oh, man. Maybe my penis will be giant in this Ooh, one. Have you checked? I'm afraid to. You can check now. I'm afraid to. <laughs> I'll check when I get home and I'll... Because what if it's smaller? I'll get in the class, closet with a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it could be. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so did you do any, uh, you know, awesome Cyber Monday sales today? Or no, that's uh, tomorrow. Today's Sunday. <laughs> did, you, did you do any uh, Purple Sunday sales? <laughs> Um, no. Yeah. 
Yeah. Me neither. Uh, yeah. D- 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 did not do anything. Did not do anything for Small Business Saturday, myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we uh, supported a, a small business called Eat Rice <laughs> last night. That is true. Why don't restaurants participate in these things? Yeah. I, w- I want to go and get, like, 50% off a pizza or something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, instead of free comic book day, if there's, like, free egg roll day. Right? Oh, man, I would go right? to free egg roll day. Come on, restaurants, get your shit together. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you can't afford to have people not shop there anymore. If, what if they buy all their food online? Right. And what if you buy your food online and then it's never delivered? <laughs> that, that happened to you. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> oh, see, those are the dangers of technology. That's why I have techno fear. Yeah, yeah. Cause you think you're like, okay, they lull you into this false sense of like understanding and security and, <laughs> and then you play by the rules and you give them your credit card and they tell you that you'll be fed in like an hour. Yep. And here it is like, 40 hours later and... Well, like four days later. Yeah. yeah. No food. <laughs> yep. Can't trust the internet, man. Cannot. Will not. Although I do. <laughs> There's a writer... Uh, I forget who it was, but he's... Pinterest Thompson. <laughs> it could have been. Rick Remender. It, it could have been. Those are both writers. <laughs> I so know. So, it's possible. I'm just throwing out writer names. He said, Stephen uh, King. He said it's hard to be a writer in the 21st century... Because his work machine is also his porn delivery machine. <laughs> it's true. It's like, yeah, things are changing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so so it was uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving very, holiday, very which, which includes uh, Black Friday and Small Business Saturday, yeah. of course. This is three holidays back to back. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, so did you do anything uh, good for, for the, the holiday? I watched Point Break. <laughs> <laughs> the original? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a remake that didn't need to happen. No, no, it did but not. But since it did, I couldn't ignore it. I mean, <laughs> like I somehow... You could have. I, I did, I somehow managed to not see it in the theater, which has surprised <laughs> everyone in the room. <laughs> But unfortunately, I picked up a copy at the library the other day. Well, at least, at least you didn't pay. For at it. least, right? right. At least. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have. Like that's the type of movie. If I would have watched it by myself, like halfway through it, I probably would have just turned it off. Right. Um, but I watched it with you and my brother on uh after Thanksgiving lunch. Yeah. And. Yeah, it was it was disappointing to say the least. Uh, to say the very least, yeah. I would say it was a piece of crap. Yeah, it was a piece of crap. It really was. It was like watching uh, a video game about people snowboarding. <laughs> yeah, and which is just stupid. No, yep, yep. Like, why would you do that? You shouldn't. No. Uh, and I will say this as someone who actually does not like the original Point Break at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is a boring movie. This is so much worse. Right. Like, like I, I yeah. saw the charm in the original Point Break while watching this movie. Yeah. See? Which I guess that makes the a positive for right? this one. I see. I've always <laughs> seen that charm. I'm glad that. I'm sorry it took that for you to see what I've always seen. But yeah, it was bad. I mean, I don't remember too much about the original. 
But I know that there was quite a bit about, you know, Robin Banks and stuff. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Which I assumed there would be. <laughs> I, I love heist movies. I will sure. watch any heist movie. I don't care if it's a cartoon, a foreign movie, a horror movie. That's a heist. I don't care. If it's a heist movie, I will watch it and I will legitimately enjoy it. Right. It's just that's the way it is. And I did not enjoy this movie because it was not a heist movie. Nope. It pretended like it was going to be. Sure. And it even like, it referenced a heist, it, <laughs> and it kind of showed maybe one. Yeah. It, it was a remake of a movie that, you know, arguably is could could be considered a heist movie or not. Sure. But there's heists in that movie. Right, yeah. yeah. And not in this one. No. No. It was just bad. <laughs> Disappointing all the way through. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's no even, no songs by Rat, even. You know? <laughs> uh, it was one of those movies where the, the songs that they did have by whatever current modern artists were on it, where I'm just like, man, modern music is garbage. <laughs> I, I'd say, I feel the same way, but I, there's still a part of me that thinks I just might not get it. Like, I, maybe I'm, to the point where I'm getting old because there's a guy that works with me at my work who's like 15 or 20 years younger than me and he listens to a lot of music I've never heard of but it's like you know guitar based music right. which is in the realm of things I like sure but I just don't like any of it right. and I don't understand why he does and I don't and I can't remember the names of any of the bands um but it's like all shit I've never heard of and it's all new and he really likes it huh. and I just don't get it like yeah. maybe I'm getting older but could be I mean, you know, like like I've admitted to my my guilty pleasure of watching Teen Wolf, right? And uh, then the new season just started up, and uh, you know, it's an MTV show, and even though they don't show music videos on that channel anymore, like music is still like a big part of that show, and to the point where like if uh, there's a song playing, like they will have a pop up that says like who this band is and what song it oh, is. Oh, that's annoying. It's super annoying. But, like, every single song, A, sounds so much alike, and B, is a garbage fire. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I can't understand, like, like is it a generational thing? Am I just too old? But, like, any new music I listen to, like, has no, like, soul behind it. I, I know I've heard some newer music that I like, but it's usually not rock-based anymore. Right. Like, I feel like maybe that... That's just a genre that has been kind of so well, like, done. Like what? Like, like. I mean, I like some electronica stuff. Um, okay. I, yeah. I, I like some like you know hip hop stuff. I like you know I don't know even some country. I guess if you consider like Ryan Adams country, but yeah, um, yeah. I like I like. Some I would actually music. consider Ryan Adams more rock. Yeah. Yeah. Just just kind of more of a pop rock. Yeah. Or... Yeah. He's definitely poppy. And I like a lot of... And also, he's been around for 20 years. Well, that's true. Okay. That's, <laughs> see, that's that's what I was going to say. I, I like a lot of new music by bands who have are not new. Yeah. Like, I, I still buy new albums, but um, mostly when I hear something that's, you know, brand new that I've never heard of, it's I don't like it. Like, right. I, like, maybe I'm getting old. I don't I know. Don't, I, uh, yeah, it's so weird because... Because, yeah, because uh, cause I don't know. Is it just I'm too old for this or... Is this genuinely awful? All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure it It seems illogical that there would be no 
new good music. Right. Like, to me, that just doesn't make sense. Like, there has to be something that we're just not hearing. Right. Or, or. Well, that's the thing. We're also at the whim of, you know, radio. Right. And, and YouTube. And right. Whatever. Yeah, because I don't search out new music. Right. Like, I, I follow the bands I've been following, and if I happen upon something else, I'll give it a shot. But right. I don't, I don't typically like, like, I don't go to, pitchfork music and, and look for whatever's hot and right. you know cool new indie bands or whatever i just I just you know there's enough music out there i already love that I'm, sure. I'm i don't feel like i'm starving for it i mean i get that but you know at the same time it's like you know like like we love metal and punk and, and stuff like that and then when you search out you know something new in that genre you know like like i don't I can't name like a new metal band, right? Like outside of like maybe Mastodon, which has been around for like twenty <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm honestly sitting here trying to think of something I've bought that's like, oh, the I, I guess Alabama Shakes is probably the newest band, and like that's probably like three years ago or right. four years ago when they put out their first album. But I, I think they're amazing. Yeah. But other than them, I can't think of a new band that I actually like. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. But I mean, yeah, like, like I said, though, like where we're mostly at the whim of, you know, you know, people younger than us, you know, putting on whatever music they listen to, right. and subjected to that, and we're just like, yeah, this is not great. Well, I used to buy a lot more music randomly. Like I'd be like, well, this looks cool. This is brand new. I don't know what this is. I'll just, I'll order it. I'll buy it. Yeah. Without even listening to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I used to do that a lot. Oh, I couldn't do that. And I used to have friends that made me mixtapes, and I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. I, I like this song, I'll check out this band, you know. Yeah, that's definitely a thing, because yeah. uh, I know you, you've you made me a mixtape or two, and I've had some friends that would, and I'd just be like, whoa, okay, what's this? I, this is awesome, I'll check this out, you know. Uh, but, like, I could I could never order, like, like a, a band or an album. Just sight unseen. Sight unseen, no. Like oh, I've I did, done that a lot. I did that with Green Day back in 1994. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, oh, I heard this one song. I really liked it. I'll buy this album. Yeah? And I thought it was the worst thing I've ever listened to. <laughs> was it Dookie? Oh, man, I love yeah. that album. Oh, I, man, I, I still hate that album. Yeah. <laughs> to the death, I hate that album. And that was what instigated me. I have to listen to at least three songs from any given album. Right? That's to respectable. See if I like it. It's respectable. I mean, mostly I would I would order like if I was ordering it, it would be, you know, like from a catalog of of like Relapse magazine or something, okay. and like they would describe it or have like a guy from a band I liked. I'm so like, it oh, would be I'll like give that from, a shot from like a, like Shrine, a label that you yeah like puts out like, a lot. Like of I kind of know right. like I'm like okay Shrine Builder, it's got members of these bands. Like right. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, anymore like, you know, I I just don't do that anymore because right. first of all. I'd rather spend fifteen dollars on comics because I used to buy albums for like nine or ten dollars. Right. Now they're like fifteen bucks. So, like, I would rather buy four comic books. Well, that's because you're addicted to physical media. You just got MP3s. I am. I don't. Yeah, I can't do it. They would be much less. I can't do it. I mean, like, I can listen to them on, online, like on YouTube, to see if I like it or something. But, yeah. but I, I just yeah, I, yeah, I have to. I'm very. uh torn in this whole environmental thing yet wanting to own the physical copy right so yeah i get it the collector in me yeah uh, the collector in me like 
like you used to be big into that with music like I, like I would buy vinyl and I would buy CDs and cassette tapes even oh, cassette tapes I, yeah. I still have like, like, like even up to 12 years ago I was still buying cassette tapes <laughs> I almost uh, bought one last week yeah the Cave Carson cassette tape by yeah. Gerard Way yeah I mean you know like I still have a cassette player in my car it doesn't work anymore but you know I still have one yeah <laughs> Uh, and like even like a couple of years ago, like I made a mixtape nice. for a friend of mine. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, just because like I still have like the... ten blank tapes. Oh man, I love mixtapes. If oh. you ever make me one, I still have a little boombox. I would plays. absolutely make you a mixtape. Oh, I think we unfortunately have like two similar tastes. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, here's all the that, bands I like, right? <laughs> or or the stuff that I like that you don't. Like you definitely don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I'm going to fucking make you a mixtape. I don't have the technology because I have a boombox, but it's just one cassette right. thing. Right. Like, like that's all that's on there. It's not like a CD and a cassette. Right. So I can't even do it anymore. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I haven't used my stereo in so long, I don't even know if it still works. Right. Because <laughs> your stereo is the internet. Yeah. 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 Or the XM radio. Or, right. Yeah. Or just, like, the files that I have on my computer. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there's a band. I, uh, ESP Ohio just put out their first <laughs> album. It's really good. Those kids, I think they're going to go places. Like, I don't know who this young Bob Pollard is, but uh, he might write some good songs in his day. <laughs> yeah, he might write some good songs out of the 4,000 that he's written. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, no, I just... Uh, what was I saying? Something about cassette tapes. Make, you're gonna make tapes. me a mixtape. I'm gonna that, make you a mixtape. That, that that is a thing that I'm gonna do for sure. Awesome. Uh, but uh, no, like like I like just I just uh, yeah, like I used to collect all that stuff, you know, like as far as music goes, and then I just I just don't anymore. Mm-hmm. Like like I'd rather just not have that stuff. Uh, and like I'm not enough of an audiophile where you know. Like, like, oh, I need to hear the clarity of, like, you know, <laughs> vinyl. Or, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, I'm, I'm just good listening to, like, you know, audio. You know. Yeah, it, that is weird because I'm fine with, like, I have a pretty shitty um, record player. Right. And, and, like, my CD player in my car is not great. It's just factory speakers. But, yeah. but I still, for some reason, want want to own the physical copy. Like, I need to possess it. Right. You know? Like, like the only thing I really feel about that is like comics, mm-hmm. like, like you know, because I've I've got comicsology and I've bought digital books before and like I have a large you know digital library, but you know like 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 unless I have the physical copy, like I feel like I just don't have that thing, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I'm sure that'll change um, generationally, right. like where it's the thing people don't like physical copies. Right. Oh yeah, they used to make stuff, right? I mean, and, and and it's weird because like you know, as as a person who's lived in the same house for like sixteen you know years, you know, uh, maybe longer at this point, I can't remember. Uh, but you know, like like dwindling space, you know, is definitely a factor. Sure, right. And you know, having everything just you know digitally would be so much easier. Oh yeah. Like especially if there ever comes a time where I do move. Yeah. You know. Like I don't want to carry out all the thirty long boxes. Oh yeah, oh, my God, right? You know, like like I'm would much rather carry out my two tablets. Yeah, right. <laughs> External hard drive. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, there's something about though. I I love flipping through. Like every once in a while, I just like flip through my records, flip through my CDs. And it gives me joy. Like I, and it's not, and it's not like ah, ha ha ha. I have all this stuff. Right. It's just like oh, there's that. Oh, I love oh, that this cover. This is awesome. Oh, like, I should re-listen to this. Yeah. Or I should reread this. Or I leave the stickers on. Like oh, I bought this at uh, Air Ecstasy in Kentucky. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember that trip and yeah. you know stuff like that. I, like I just I love that whole nostalgia and uh, just the connection you, yeah. you get to them. I will say, as 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 a consumer, uh, I do get tired of flipping through long boxes. Oh yeah, right. Because uh, because I went to the the Mavericks Black Friday sale and you had all your dollar books, and uh, man, I got real bored of flipping huh. through long boxes <laughs> trying to find stuff, especially since a it was not in order, right? And b there was like a ton of shit with like bags that were like flaps were open. Oh, that's that's the worst. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I just get bored uh, easily. I like flipping through boxes, but um, yeah, it definitely helps when they're in order. Yeah, <laughs> ours. I think I'd say like eighty percent of them, the box was in order. Oh yeah, but the boxes were randomly put out, so it's yep. like a box of C's, or and then a box of Q's, and then a box of A's, or, or a box of Marvel, and then a box of DC. Right. Yeah. yeah. But those individual boxes. Are in oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> Still, yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I didn't do any other Black Friday anything other than go to Mavericks because I just, I can't, I can't. Oh, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's zero interest. If I had the day off, I wouldn't go anywhere. No, yeah, yeah, like, I, I, like, I wanted to get out of the house, I wanted to, like, just be out, you mm-hmm. know, like, just because, because, uh, I'm in constant fear of just, you know, being a recluse right sure uh but you know like yeah like on a day like that like it's like i i don't want to go anywhere and just browse because it's just going to be packed with people those are the kind of days to go to the park or or like a nature reserve because nobody's there because yeah because like even going to mavericks was was ridiculous for like the two minutes that i was in there (laughs) no it was crazy like like i'm sure other stores like my brother works at a retail store in the mall i'm sure that was like unfathomable i could not imagine going to the mall oh yeah you couldn't pay me enough but i mean even our little little shop it was nuts i know a couple years ago uh i went out uh i bought a computer monitor uh on black friday uh but luckily i was able to like purchase it online so all i had to do was just go to the store and pick it up but if you didn't have a monitor, how did you purchase it online? Because I had a <laughs> shitty monitor. <laughs> okay. I just got a better monitor. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, so I just purchased it online and then, like, went to pick it up. And, like, I happened to meet my ex-girlfriend out for, for lunch because she had to work Black Friday. And, I mean, just, like, like my own personal experience of just going to the store and getting the thing was fine. Sure. But, like, just navigating, because she works out near a mall. Like, just navigating that area and trying to get from place to place and then meeting her for lunch was fucking ridiculous. Right, just an ordeal. Yeah. And, like, even even the restaurant was fucking packed just because, you know... Everybody's like, out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and one of our customers works at a pizza place, and he said that eventually they just stopped taking orders that night. He said there were so many people, like, they just... Got home too tired to cook. Right. He said he would just answer the phone like, "We can't take any more orders tonight. Sorry." <laughs> like that was just backed up that far. Right. 
Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. People, man. Oh, yeah. At least I didn't hear about anybody being trampled to death this year. I did not, but I also did not pay that much attention. And also, there are worse things happening in the world than... Yeah, Fidel Castro that. died. You're yeah, right. He did. Yeah, Florence <laughs> Henderson. They were both. They were. They both went out on a Black Friday sale together. And it was a murder suicide. Pact. They were trampled. <laughs> they were like let's trample each other to death. <laughs> it's the only way to reveal our hidden love to the uncaring world. <laughs> oh, say it ain't so, Mrs. Brady. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I wound up spending uh, Thanksgiving afternoon with you. Yeah, it was fun. Because I no longer have a family. <laughs> oh, you do. And, and you are now my substitute family. <laughs> we we have a really uh, pretty cool Thanksgiving. We never do turkey. Yeah. We always well, do spaghetti. You don't eat I don't meat. eat meat. Yeah. And yeah, so, uh, you yeah, know, we never know if anybody's going to show up. Sometimes it's just me and my mother on right. Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I always cook spaghetti. And uh, it's kind of become a tradition. It was fun. It was very laid back. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. I, I know last year when I went to my parents for Thanksgiving, I was, I was super stressed out about it. Oh, I hate that kind of stuff. And, and like holiday stress is no, yeah, it's just ridiculous to me. It's like yeah. why, why bother doing it? Exactly. Like it's a, the whole point of it is to like it's like a day of relaxing and enjoying each other's company. And if it's yep. gonna be like. People, especially people that like, well, we're doing Thanksgiving here at one, and then we got to go to there right. at five, and uh, you know, it's just like, why? Yeah, like I, I know even with my when when I was dating my ex a couple of years ago, you know, like like we did Thanksgiving, like we did it uh, at her roommate's house, you know, and then we went to my parents' house, and then we went back to you know, her roommates, you know, after you know a while, and even that was like super stressful for me. Because, you know, right. like, you know, my own family and my brother and his family were there. And then, like, you know, the roommate's family was all there. And, and she has right. a huge family. And it was just like, yeah, this is this is too much. And then last year, you know, with, with me in the midst of my nervous breakdown at the time and then and, and alone, and, you know, going to my parents' house was just, you know, I right. was not looking forward to it at all. And, like, it was super stressful. So, so... Even though, like, I have, you know, pretty much, like, lost contact with my family this year, like, going to your house was, was, like, super chill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Other than the point break. Well, <laughs> even that was chill. It was just awful. Right. Oh, yeah. No, I, that, yeah, I had a good time. There was only four of us, and it was, like, just laid back. And yep. We just ate, hung out with some animals, watched exactly. a movie. Yeah. I mean, seriously, your dog was the most stressful part of the evening. Right. And if that's the most stressful part, then that's perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> she is amazing. <laughs> she actually napped with me today. Like, I, did, I didn't nap, but I just sat there and read on the couch, and she, like, slept next to me for, like, an hour, and it was oh, awesome. That's cool. It was great. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she's cool. We played fetch too while I was raking, raking leaves today. Yeah, that would almost seem counteractive. Oh, yeah, I would like rake some, and then like she'd come over and like she would actually dump her ball right into the pile of leaves ah. I was raking. She usually doesn't let go of it, but she right. could tell I was like not paying attention, so she just threw the ball down on the pile of leaves. <laughs> I was like, oh, good move. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I guess it's uh, it's my turn to pick a comic, right? 
I'm excited. Yeah. I like reading. I love reading comics. I do too. Yeah. I don't. Seriously, I don't do it enough, yeah. and I really need to. Um, but yeah, speaking of the holiday weekend and then Black Friday, no, I purchased a book on Black Friday. Yeah, and that is the book that I'm gonna pick. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, so I had been eyeing it for like a couple of weeks at Mavericks, and I'd heard, I'd heard decent things about it, and I like the creators involved. Uh, so, so since I just bought it like a day ago we're, we're gonna read it nice it is called alistair and adolf yeah by uh douglas rushkoff and michael avon omain wow that's uh, a lot of names there yes it is uh it, it is about uh alistair crowley uh waging a magical war against adolf hitler wow okay i thought they were friends though i mm, guess not yeah yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so uh, Douglas Rushkoff, Rushkoff, uh, he wrote a book uh, called Testament for DC, like a, a couple years. Oh back. yeah, okay. And I really enjoyed that. And I guess he's done like a whole bunch of other stuff that we can probably get into next week. Well, that's cool. Uh, I'm I'm not familiar with him. I don't think I don't think I read any of that. Uh, That's not the one that Giffen helped write, is it? I'm thinking of Reign of something or... Uh, no, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was yeah. all him. Yeah, I don't think I ever read Testament. Yeah. I have listened to their new album, Brotherhood of the Snake. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> Can of business. <laughs> it's awesome. Smoke them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them. Roll it up. I think he says roll it up at one point, too. <laughs> uh... <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's a good album, but that song is the lyrics are just terrible. Yeah, speaking of new music by old bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah Testament, great metal band from my youth who's still putting out records. <laughs> Questionable though they may be. <laughs> so are like their old albums? Like, do they the the lyrics just as bad? And you just forgave them I, back then? I was actually thinking about that because I was I was going through my mind. I was like, well, my favorite album by them is called Practice What You Preach. And I was going over the lyrics in my head. I'm like, well, I mean, they're not great, but they're not smoke them if you got them. <laughs> <laughs> like, like maybe if I heard that when I was a kid, I'd be like, man, that is so cool. Really? He said, smoke them if you got them. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, I like they've got an album called The New Order and Practice What You Preach, and I feel like. They're not as dumb lyrically. Right. But, but <laughs> who knows? Might be rose-colored glasses. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I listened to the new Metallica album recently. Oh, the whole thing. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a double disc. And, oh, my God. And uh, the deluxe edition has uh, a third disc, which has uh, a couple of covers and uh, some live tracks. Um. I'd heard one of the covers before. It's uh, it's an Iron Maiden song called "Remember Tomorrow," uh, but then the other two covers I hadn't heard before, and they're they're okay. All right. Uh, but but the actual album, like their original stuff, uh, there's there's one song that you and I listen to called "Hardwired." Yeah, hardwired. Because uh, their album is hardwired to self destruct. <laughs> uh, and and yeah, their first track on that is Hardwired, and the lyrics to that are fucking awful. And the music's okay, 
but but the lyrics, man, is just like it's I, bad. Yeah, it's like here's a fifty year old man trying to like you know be. He's like badass, stirring up some teen angst. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, like, I can at least say that the rest of the album is definitely not as bad as that. Well, that's good. Uh, but even then, like, their best song is just sort of okay. Yeah. Yeah. Out of two discs, yeah, you'd think you'd have at least one winner. Right. Uh, and, like, yeah, it lyrically never gets as bad as, uh, Hardwired, but, but, you know, it's still sometimes iffy, and musically it's just sort of like... Okay, well, okay, like, uh, d- when Death Magnetic came out, like, my thing about it was that, like, oh, this album is all about, you know, them, you know, hey, remember that song we wrote? Here's a riff kind of like that. Yeah, right, you know? It was the Force Awakens of Metallica albums. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> and then this one is all like, hey, remember that band you liked? We kind of did a riff like that, too. <laughs> you know, because there are, like, songs that I'm listening to, oh, that, that's, like, an old 80s Iron Maiden song. Right. Or, you know, like, oh, okay, that's kind of like an old thing, you know, uh, you know, uh... A Devo uh, song. Devo, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like, awesome. Merciful Fate, right. or, you know, yeah, yeah. Iron Maiden, Merciful Fate. Yeah, Maiden. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's not, it's not great. I would love to see Metallica do a two-disc album of nothing but Devo covers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. I would enjoy seeing that as well. I think yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll probably skip that new Metallica one. Then. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I might listen to it once. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I I do love their old stuff. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, everyone should listen to everything, you know, based on based it on your own opinion. Sure, but, yeah. but my opinion of it is that it's. It's mostly just boring. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the worst crime. Right. Like, for a, especially for a metal album. It's supposed right? to be intense. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, like, if it's experimental and it's just, like, they went in a direction they shouldn't have, at least you're like, well, at least they tried. Right. But if it's I just mean, boring, it's just Like, bad. even, like, I can say that about, like, Lulu, the album that they did with Lou Reed. Yeah, like, at yeah. least that was weird. Uh, yeah. You know, it was like, well, that was fucking the worst thing I've ever listened to, but at least it was something weird. Yeah, at least it was different. Right. Uh, whereas, like, these are just, like, you know, it's like, yeah, that's just, Metallica's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they left a legacy, though. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I could still listen to Injustice for All and Master Puppets. And oh, sure. Ride the Light and I, uh, you know, I would even say uh, Saint Anger is a really mm-hmm. good album. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, it's definitely different than their old stuff. But, like, it's them... At least trying something, right? Where whereas the last two are just them, like, well, nobody liked that, so fuck it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's weird. Uh, don't all right, know, don't know where those those guys are coming from anymore. No, well, they're fucking rich, so yeah. that's where they're coming yeah. from. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to write angsty music when you're a millionaire. Yeah, <laughs> and you're three times older than people that are writing angsty music. Right. Yeah. Your base audience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So Alistair and Adolf. Yay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Me as well. I'm a big fan of one of those guys. We'll find out which next week on Gutter Chat. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. We'll be right back.